Well, good morning, everybody. It's 9.06 in the Rocky Mountain West. This is the Around the House program. <clears throat> we are so glad you're with us. Be here a couple hours talking about that special place that you and I call home. I'm Ken Moon. We'll be here uh, taking your calls. Uh, in our second hour, though, we're really pleased that we're having John Creddy join us. He's our gardening with an altitude guy. Uh, John uh, hooks up here every five or six weeks, and it's a great segment. I've already gotten several emails of folks wanting me to ask him some questions. So lawn and garden questions? Yeah, John Creddy in the uh, 10 o'clock hour this morning. But in the meantime, in this first hour, anything that's on your mind, you can give us a holler. It's 303-713-8255 is our contact line. And uh, as always, we have live email uh, at the aroundthehouse.com website so uh we'd just like to have you check in with us let's find out what's going on around uh, around that uh, special place that you call home uh, one of my listeners sent me a list <clears throat> kind of humorous stuff i'm not sure what the title of this email is it's kind of a collection of potpourri if you will of of little aphorisms and signs and uh jokes little stories i think you might enjoy some of these Here's, here's the, this is, this may be the best one. Guy writes, my girlfriend left a note on the fridge. It said, it's not working. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to my mom's place. I opened the fridge. The light came on. The beer was ice cold. What the heck is she talking about? Have you ever listened to someone for a while and wondered who ties your shoelaces for you? This one I like. This is sort of a, a high-tech little story I think you might enjoy. I was in a public toilet and had just sat down when I heard a voice from the next cubicle. He said, hi, how are you? Embarrassed, I said, I'm doing fine. The voice said, so what are you up to? I said, just doing the same as you are sitting here. He said, can I come over? Annoyed, I said, rather busy right now. The voice said, listen, I'll have to call you back. There's an idiot next door answering my questions. Let's see, here's another one. I don't mean to brag, but I finished my 14-day diet in just three hours and 12 minutes. I don't think I get enough credit for the fact that I do all of this unmedicated. This one I enjoy, too. Remember this from elementary school? I never run with scissors. Those last two words were really unnecessary. Here's a billion-dollar idea, a smoke detector that shuts off when you yell, I'm just cooking. Uh, let's see. I, accident <laughs> I accidentally went grocery shopping on an empty stomach, and I'm now the proud owner of aisle five. A couple more of these. My housekeeping style. This would make a great sign in the kitchen. My housekeeping style is best described as there appears to have been a struggle. And finally, the trouble with living alone is that it's always my turn to do the dishes, yeah, there you go. 303-713-8255 is our phone number. Give us a call. We'd be delighted to have you check in with us here on the program. I promised this uh, gentleman sent me an email this week that we would run through this in the first hour, so I'll get right, uh, right to this. This is a question about a, a gentleman that's planning to winter in Las Vegas this year, be away about three months. I've read and heard of so many ways to winterize our home here in Aurora. It confuses me. I was told to turn off the valve to the water supply, open the faucets, flush the toilets. I've also heard of not doing any of that as long as the house is heated. I was also told to turn our electric water heater to the lowest possible temperature. Well, first of all, your electric water heater, you just turn it off altogether. Just go to your electric panel, and it'll, there'll be a, probably a 30-amp breaker in there you just simply turn it off and the water heater will be fine until you return from your vacation yeah a lot of this uh, going away list is dependent on whether or not somebody's going to come in and be checking the house if you're going to have a neighbor come in and water your house plants that's one thing but if you really are going to vegas for three months and locking the house up and nobody's going to be coming in that's a different story altogether. So, yeah, I do believe that you should turn the water off uh, at, the, at the main water input from the city. The pipe comes in usually in your utility room. And just turn that valve, uh, the first valve you see, totally off. And then since, there, since there's still pressure in the line, 
You can uh, go to one of the nearby sinks and open the hot and cold water lines uh, until the flow quits. That'll get all the pressure out of the pipe. So if there is a freeze-up somewhere in the house, then there'll be no pressure to blow water and, and, and flood the house, okay? But, yeah, turn that water heater off totally. Lift up on that little ice maker lever in the refrigerator because you don't want the fridge calling for, uh, uh, for ice. As far as the furnace goes, you should turn the furnace down to about 55 or so. Uh, if, you, if you wanted to do 50, I wouldn't argue with that, but no lower than that for sure. You want some heat in the house. Turning the heat, heat totally off is a lousy uh, idea, so the furnace should be set at a really low setting so you have some heat circulating through the house because your electronics, your woodwork, your furniture, if you were to turn the, the furnace off altogether, would not, they would not do well. Also, yeah, a little trick that usually in a modern house is not really necessary, but why not? Any sinks that are on outside walls, like lavatories in the bathrooms, Maybe your kitchen sink is on an outside wall under a window. Open those under-sink cabinet doors to let a little heat waft into that uh, into that space. So, uh, so that's you know kind of the the list as far as water uh, supply goes. As far as your uh, sewer and uh, drains and toilets go, here's kind of the the way to handle that. And uh, over the years, we've kind of refined uh, this list. Uh, in your showers, where there you don't have have a drain stopper, you can close off. Just get an old piece of Tupperware and turn it upside down over those drains to, to keep sewer gas out of the house. Uh, where you have lavatory or tub stoppers, you can totally close those, and that'll that'll retard sewer gas formation and infiltration of the house. The toilets are a little more complicated, but it's not that big a deal. You flush the toilet, you lift up on that flapper to let all the water out of the tank into the bowl uh, and then I, I think it's a good idea to get all the water out of the toilet bowl you don't want it sitting in there creating mineral lines and all kinds of staining on the toilet bowl so you can use a again a piece of Tupperware coffee can whatever it takes to get most of the water out of the bowl you can finish it up with a big car washing sponge and a bucket to get all the last drop drips and dribbles and and uh, chunks of water, uh, 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 even the little puddles in that toilet bowl. You want it totally dry, and then wad up some King Supers bags and shove them in the hole again to keep the sewer gas out. That's the best way to, I think, to handle uh, the toilets. And so that, there you go. That's kind of the list as far as the plumbing go goes. And you want to make sure that from a security standpoint, if you're going to go away often and leave the house for extended periods, I'm a big believer in motion detector exterior lights. They really do a great job because you're not wasting electricity. Nothing says you're not home uh, more readily than a porch light that stays on 24-7. So with motion detector porch lights and floodlights, they only work when they need to. When someone approaches the house, somebody that's not supposed to be there, uh, the light will come on, startle them, and they'll, and they'll hopefully go away. You keep the blinds open in your house. You want the police and neighbors and neighborhood watch people to be able to, be able to see in uh, to your house, for sure. Uh, a, a talk radio station set on a fairly loud volume uh, might indicate that uh, some people are home and chit-chatting in the house. And then lamp timers, I think, are a great security device. In different parts of the house... You put timers on individual lamps. Use CFL bulbs so you don't burn a lot of electricity. And then time them so they make sense. For instance, in the, in the living room, set the timer to come on at, uh, at sunset and go off about <clears throat> 11 o'clock, which will indicate the normal bedtime for most, for most people. And you can do the same thing in one or two of the bedrooms, have them come on for a while and go off about midnight or something. So there's normal cycling of lights <clears throat> that would be uh, that, that would indicate somebody's actually living in the house. Uh, a lot of people like to unplug their garage door opener with modern digital controlled garage door openers. That's not a big deal, but if you if you want, to, you can just pull that plug out of the ceiling so the garage door opener doesn't work uh, at all. So that's kind of the kind of the basic list of how to take care of your house. Now, of course, if people are going to be coming in to water your house plants, as I say, they can flush the toilets and run water in the drains. But otherwise, you can seal up the plumbing for your extended vacation 
uh, turn the water off and turn the water heater off and handle the drains and toilets as I've indicated, and you should be fine uh, for your trip, okay? 303-713-8255 is our telephone number. That was Paul that sent me that email. I hope you were listening, Paul, and that's kind of the list that we've developed over the 25 years here of the Around the House program. We'll be right back. Give us a call. And a live email, don't forget it, aroundthehouse.com. Do you have a love-hate relationship with your credit card? You love the freedom and convenience the credit card gives you, but you hate the high interest rates? And let's face it, they're high. 17, 18, even 20% APR? That's pretty outrageous. But with Lightstream's credit card consolidation loan, rather than throwing your money away on high interest payments, you can get a much lower rate, as low as 5.89% APR with AutoPay. And today, if you want an even lower rate, apply at lightstream.com talk for a special discount. Plus, with Lightstream, your rate is fixed, so as rates continue to rise, your rates won't budge. They'll stay low. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, which means you can pay off your credit card and start paying an interest rate you can really love thanks to Lightstream. Ready to start saving? Apply now at Lightstream.com talk. That's right. Get your extra discount by applying today at Lightstream.com talk. That's Lightstream.com talk. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit Lightstream.com forward slash talk for more information. Here's a nice email from Rose and Chuck, listeners. Uh, we called Brian at Eagle Crest this morning. They came by to check our AC and furnace. Both were in good shape, just needed a little dusting out. He changed our three ceiling filters. He refused payment as he said he didn't really do anything. I told him I wanted to pay him. He just handed me his card and said, call him again. Nice man. Definitely we'll call him next time. Also, I'm going to spread the word here in the neighborhood. Thank you. Rose for that uh, for that email. I get lots of testimonies like this about Brian at Eagle Crest, our heating and air conditioning guy, uh, and uh, you too will sing his praises after he comes and goes. If you've been given outrageous prices for repairs or replacement, don't pull that furnace out until you have Brian come take a look. His prices are fair. Nobody's on commission, honesty, and integrity since 1983. Just what you need when you need it. That's Brian at Eagle Crest. He carries those great Ream products, and you can get 18 months, same as cash financing. Give him a call, 303-451-5607 for Brian at Eagle Crest. Do you know what I love about Art of Granite? Price quotes on the phone. Art of Granite supplies premier designer countertops and cabinets. A direct importer of stone, granite, and quartz. Visit their showroom in Golden. Wholesale countertop material, custom edges, sinks, cabinets. And from the templating appointment, it takes just one week for installation. And when you have the kitchen done, they do the bathroom free. And they tear out everything free. Artofgranite.net. 303-386-5919. Is your credit score? Or preventing you from buying a home? Maybe it's stopping you from refinancing to a better rate. Hey guys, it's Ross Kaminsky, and I'm here to tell you there is more to mortgage approval than your credit score. So if you've been denied a loan based on credit score alone, well, you called the wrong lender. At American Financing, they offer custom loan programs, down payment assistance, and in-house underwriting, meaning you can expect greater flexibility during the mortgage process. Now, they look at a variety of factors, like your income, your work history, and whether you pay your bills on time. And if you're just shy of getting approved, their credit care team can offer tips on how to improve your credit, getting you one step closer to a customized, competitive rate mortgage, one that's focused on your financial goals. Affordable home ownership is within reach. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, 303-695-7000, or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Denver's Talk Station, online at khow.com. Got a fix-it problem for your house? Ken Moon can help. Call 303-713-TALK. That's 303-713-8255. And don't forget John Creddy, our Gardening with an Altitude guy, our prolific author and good friend of mine, will be here at the 10 o'clock hour. John uh, just donates his time to you, our listeners here on Around the House. Very generous of him. He's here about, oh, about eight, or eight times, eight, nine, ten times a year, and we really appreciate John's feedback. What a great time here. The Ides of September today, and it's a good time to talk about getting ready for uh, for the winter ahead and what to do in the fall season vis-a-vis -vis bushes and trees and flowers and bulbs and 
lawn and so on. If you want to see how prolific an author John really is, go to Amazon and just type in John Creddy, C-R-E-T-T-I, in the search box, and you'll see all of his great books, uh, Gardening with an uh, Altitude books, uh, like Rocky Mountain Getting Started Garden Guide and Month-by-Month -month Gardening in the Rockies. So we'll, he will be here in the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, let's see. This is from Lynn. Our This just came in a few minutes ago. Our house is five years old. We have well water. There's one bathroom faucet that's closest to the septic tank that smells of sulfur when the water first comes on. We just had our well water tested for bacteria, and it's fine. Uh, and uh, also the drain connected with that faucet is often slow, so we treat it. Yeah, I think you have a sewer issue there. Uh, it, it's funny about sewer gas odors. They're kind of ubiquitous and very hard to pin down. And I think what's going on, Lynn, uh, there's a little uh, sewer gas sitting in that drain and that lavatory. Uh, and when you turn the water on, the, the volume of water cascading into the drain pushes the sewer gas out and up, and that's what you smell. So I think that trap and drain, even snaking something into the wall, you need to clean that sink totally out. Remember that bathroom lavatories, I mean, you, you think the real gunky drains would be the kitchen sink with all the food that goes down there and so on, but bathroom drains trap a lot of gunk on their own, dental floss, and, and you drop a pill down there, and it makes a, a little place for uh, stuff to accumulate. So the drains get really dirty in bathroom lavatories. You need to pull that stopper up and out uh, and clean it off every couple of months. And I think that's what's going on here. So I would take that drain trap totally apart and make sure that whole system under that sink is squeaky clean. I think that's what's what's going on. Generally, sulfur smell in a well system can originate from uh, iron-eating bacteria. There's such a thing. Uh, sometimes the well needs to be shocked to get rid of the, uh, the bacteria. There can be a high sulfur content in general in a given well that you can uh, filter out with, uh, you can process with specific filters to get rid of the, the sulfur. And it's more common, it's more common with uh, hot water, uh, particularly if you've been away for a few days. The hot water will act like a little cauldron, a witch's cauldron of chemicals, and you get that hydrogen sulfide smell because the, uh, the sulfur uh, is exacerbated uh, with that hot water as we get those chemical reactions. So in this case, I think it's a drain. You turn the, drain on, uh, you turn the water on, it pushes gas up and out of that, that drain. So take all that apart, and I think you'll be fine. All right, Bill and Lakewood, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi. Hey, don't you wish you were on the East Coast? Yeah. I was just talking to Tony off the air. You know, the news people, I don't want to minimize this hurricane thing, Bill, right, but you know, I, I was reading every every 20 years or so, the North Carolina coast gets a big hurricane, and everybody knows that. The last one was, I think, 1999, and uh, here it is uh, again, and it sounds like the winds aren't real bad. It's just the flooding, so... It's going to be rough for those folks, but I think. Well, my daughter's my daughter's there. She, they went up to the mountains and got out of out of town. Yeah, well, I mean, people that live along the Atlantic seaboard, in spite of all the hysteria and frenzy on the on news broadcasts, they just they take that risk because it's a wonderful part of the country to live in. But every once in a while, you're going to get a storm. Uh, did you, I'm sure your daughter feels the same way, but I guess you just get out and then you come back and life goes on. So well, she anyway, didn't want to leave? I told her, listen, just you and your boyfriend, go go to wherever I told her to go, and yeah, if, it, if nothing happens, you took a little vacation, and if it does, you're not there. Well, it just comes with living near the ocean. You know, we don't have hurricanes here. If you want to come here, you won't be bothered <laughs> with hurricanes. What can I do for you? Hey, just out of curiosity, I don't know if this is in your expertise. On, you know, on the filters, on the refrigerators? Yeah. Now, you know, I've had the You're talking about the water filter? Yeah, the water filter. Yeah. Do you think when that light comes on, it's a little premature? It probably is. Uh, I've always thought that when it comes, uh, the manufacturers want to sell filters. Sure, sure. And um, I would go by taste. Bill, I would use the taste of the ice cubes and particularly the, the, the cold water that comes out of there. Uh, and I would uh, go by, if, if it still tastes good, I would just leave it alone. Mine don't put cold water out. It's warm, actually. It is warm. Why is it warm? Because it doesn't go through the refrigerator. It's, it runs through the door. It, it, it's, I don't think it's in the refrigerator at all. 
Well, there should be, uh, I don't know what brand you have, but there should be a little reservoir of cold water in there that uh, oh, is never. a big... It's a Frigidaire. Yeah. You know, I always have to use ice if I want cold. It's, it's just lukewarm <laughs> is what it is. Maybe you don't use it often enough or something. You might... Oh, uh, no, use it all the time. You might want to check with the uh, with the Frigidaire, you know, yeah, go to well, their okay. go to their uh, website and customer service and ask them if that's normal. You, uh, I have a Kenmore refrigerator and my, the water. When I get the water out of, it's not cold, cold, but it's it's sure not room temperature. It's it's cool and so yeah. Well, I don't I'll know. Have to try it again because it's been a while. I, was, I just always use the ice cubes. But you know, I'll tell you, it's well worth it having. And I didn't think I because it came with the refrigerator. But there's definitely a difference in taste between that and tap water. Yeah, I think those refrigerators, uh, the filters in the refrigerators are charcoal-based, and they're for taste. So I would go by, the light comes on, and I would, you're right, maybe ignore it for a while. But if you start to get a little taste, maybe a little chlorine uh, that's objectionable, then I would replace it. So how, uh, I would just, I'd probably wait a little bit, yeah. yeah. Right, right, that's that's the right thing. Well, that's why, I, it's not, the refrigerator's not new, it's about, two or three years old so we've we've i've replaced the filter probably four or five times already yeah but like i said for people that buy tap a uh, bottle water i i'd try someone's house because it it's so much better i can't believe it well you know bottled water isn't cheap and uh yeah but some some of those places they just fill it right out of the tap i i can't remember who it was they just it was some kind of rocky mountain spring water and they were just filling it out of a tap downtown Denver. Well, there was a story uh, in the news this week about up near Cripple Creek. There's a community spring up there and a big uh, kind of a uh, stock tank where people that live out way out in the, in the weeds were filling up to get their drinking water. And the state's going to close it down. The bureaucrats just <laughs> can't leave anything alone. They no. just have to always uh, fiddle. And, of course, it's a money thing. They want to make money. Uh, the water district. But yeah, I remember as a kid, uh, a lot of places where there'd be a little spring out in the country, people would just go up and take a drink and and uh, I'm still here to talk about it. So hey, listen, Bill, thanks for your call. I appreciate it this morning. 303-713-8255. Well, I was in Mexico many years ago, and uh, th this is back in, the, I think, the late 70s. And they told us uh, at the uh, front desk, they sort of understated it, but uh, don't drink the tap water. We have bottled water for your convenience in the refrigerator. You know, these gringos come down here with their sensitive stomachs and all that, and you know how that goes. And they were real nice about it. So there, there was a container, like a several big like Tupperware-like container. This is before bottled water was really popular. Uh, and so we were just doing fine. We were... You know, drinking it, brushing our teeth with it, mixing drinks with the bottled water in the refrigerator. And we came back early from the beach one morning, and you're ahead of me. The maid was filling the bottles in the refrigerator from the tap. And then guess what? Our stomachs, we started to feel kind of queasy. So uh, you have to, have to kind of take things with a grain of salt sometime. But now, of course, in those resorts... Uh, bottled water is uh, sealed. Bottled water is really is really common. And uh, but yeah, we 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 fell for that one for several days. We were just fine until we realized what was going on. Three zero three seven one three eight two five five. John Creddy in the ten o'clock hour. Give us a call. We'd like to hear from you right here on Around the House. What would it take for you to get a tattoo you didn't want? A million dollars? How about a million socks? I'm Randy from Bombas. When me and my business partner Dave How's it going? quit our jobs to start a sock company, Bombas, we wanted to make the best socks in the history of feet. No more annoying seam, no more falling down your leg, added arch support. You get the idea. And what's better than creating the best socks in the history of feet? Sharing them. This is what we do. One pair purchased equals one pair donated to those in need. Our dream was always to donate a million pairs. We thought it would take 10 years. That's why Dave said, when we donate a million pairs of socks, I'll get a tattoo to celebrate. But then something happened. People loved our socks. And instead of 10 years, it only took two and a half, a million pairs. And one Bombas tattoo on my arm. 
Feel the most comfortable socks in the history of feet by going to bombas.com slash khow and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash K-H-O-W. This is Dan Kaplis. I believe that talk is cheap. Action speaks louder than words and results matter. So if you need a lawyer for a serious injury case or a wrongful death case, I'd respectfully request that you allow me to show you our firm's long history of outstanding results. We pursue righteous cases on a percentage fee basis. If you need my help, please give me a call at 303-770-5551 or hit dancaplislaw.com. That's dancaplislaw.com. Take it like it is and make it like you want it. You've heard that before, right? Well, that applies to your home too, but maybe you don't know exactly how to get it done or what the options might be. Hi, Dan Cicchini, Dunright Kitchens and Baths, Windows and Doors. How about starting with a call to us? For over 30 years, our family company has been designing and completing first-rate kitchens and baths that, frankly, your neighbors would be jealous of. Where to start, Todd? Dad, they just need to call us. We can help. And now's the time. At Dunright, we offer only the finest cabinet resurfacing, custom cabinets, tub and shower upgrades, and full kitchen and bath redesigns. Simply call us for a free in-home estimate, and you'll see how your unique kitchen and bath fantasies will become your reality. Come on, folks, get her done. Once and for all, kitchens, baths, counters, and floors, and even replacement windows and doors, you have our word, we'll treat you right at Dunright. 303-722-2295-800-362-8370 or drhi.com. Rex Real Estate wants you to feel safe with your home purchase. This is why all homes purchased with Rex come with a 30-day buyback guarantee. That's 30 days after close to make sure the home you bought is the home you love. If you don't like it, Rex will buy back your home at the price you paid. Call 720-586-4006. That's 720-586-4006. Home buying can be a pain. Buyers have to run all over the place to get their home, get their insurance, get their mortgage. What a hassle. A Rex agent will do all of that for you with a buyer bundle. And Rex can get your purchase qualified for a 50% rebate of the agent commission. Since 2017, buyers using this bundle have received an average of $9,300 in cash prior to closing. Savings and security. Brought to you by Rex. Call 720-586-4006. Colorado license 1000077876. Exclusion supply to buyer rebate. Denver's talk station 630 KHOW. Need advice for your home project? Back to Around the House with Ken Moon. 26 minutes before 10 o'clock. Good to have you with us here on the program. 303 713 8255 is our contact number. Let's see here. This is from. Reginald, it's a great name, distinguished name. My water heater in my crawl space has two pressure regulators, one in front that came uh, with it and another added by my lawn sprinkler installer. Both are 100 PSI, 100 pounds per square inch. Plumber said that's way too high, max of 65. Yeah, your plumber's uh, right. He wants to replace both regulators. Is that necessary? Please reply, and I did reply to him via email. But yeah, you, you, when you have a sprinkler system, the best arrangement is to have a split regulator system. And what that is, you have two pressure regulators, one set lower for inside the house because you don't want uh, super high pressure inside the house piping for obvious reasons. You can blow up valves and cause all kinds of flooding and so on. So that I like 60 pounds max. Uh, uh, Reginald's plumber said 65, and yeah, I wouldn't argue with that, but I like 55 to 60 in my house. And then the sprinkler system regulator to get the proper what they call throw out of the heads, which means that the water goes uh, maximum uh, distance uh, based on the head sprinkler head design. You want about 75 pounds of pressure out there, 75, maybe 80 uh, outdoors. That's fine because then you'll get a good coverage on your sprinkler zones and your sprinkler heads. The problem that most people try to do is to is to mix the two systems together. Not a good idea. You need to have separate regulators, high and low, for the sprinkler and for inside the house. He wants to replace both regulators. You say, Reginald, why not try adjusting the regulators? Now, sometimes pressure regulators can't be adjusted. They're just they, they, just, they just wear out, or they get full of sand and grit, and the springs get uh, get uh, worn and weak and so on. So you do need to replace them. But for now, ask them to try to adjust them. Uh, there's a big uh, screw or bolt head on top of the pressure regulator. You turn it 
clockwise, like screwing it in to raise the pressure and counterclockwise to lower uh, the water pressure. So why not have him try to adjust them? If they can't be adjusted, if they're beyond uh, repair and uh, will not respond to adjustments, then they do indeed need to be uh, replaced. But uh, yeah, pressure 100 pounds per square inch inside the house, like having high blood pressure in your body, not a good idea. You sure want to get that pressure down uh, something reasonable. Uh, let's see here. Hi, Ken. I just a quick question on deck framing. I hired a company to install a deck on my house. They're using pressure treated uh, for the framing with Trex decking. I'm wondering, once the deck's being built, is there a product that you recommend used on the pressure treated framing? Uh, I can't find anything online. The pressure treated lumber is, is good to use on the underpinning of your deck because uh, it does retard rotting and deterioration and uh, from the weather and from moisture and snow and ice and rain and all that. But make sure, so you don't need to really do anything for uh, two or three years with your pressure-treated lumber. Just let it sit there and season and dry out and kind of uh, become used to its environment. And then in a couple of years, maybe three years, if you want to, you could use a pump sprayer and spray on a linseed oil-based deck stain underneath. Uh, it won't hurt it at all. The, uh, the chemicals in the pressure-treated lumber, uh, they're, uh, they used to be arsenic. Now it's a chromium solution. Uh, they, they tend to, uh, as all chemicals do, fade a little bit in strength and efficacy over the months and the years. So in two or three years, if you wanted to spray some deck stain under there, I think that would be a great idea. But I hope you, I caught you and hope I caught you in time. When we build a new deck, we want to protect the underlying lumber, the joists that hold the deck up from uh, from snow and ice and water and, and rain and so on because that's where the deterioration takes place, where the deck boards, in your case it's treks, but sit on those floor joists. So make sure they put some kind of waterproofing on top of each of the deck joists. Uh, my favorite is Ice and Water Shield, which is a heavy-duty, sticky tar paper. They can cut long strips of it and put it on the top of each joist before they put the decking on. That will add years, literally years, to the life of your deck because when decks start breaking down from deterioration, it's always that the, the joist that has that perpetual kind of wet spot under the decking uh, that uh, uh, just deteriorates rather quickly and we get rotting from the top down on these joists. So whenever you build a new deck, you can use that tar paper and the ice and water shield. I've seen people use pieces of galvanized metal cut in strips. That's fine. You could use plastic, anything that will isolate the underlying joist from the decking above, something waterproof on top of each of the joists. The long strips of the tar paper, ice and water shield, uh, can uh, you want to cut them a little wider than the, than the joist itself. The joist should be about an inch and three-eighths wide, and you'd want to cut probably a two-inch or maybe two-and-a-quarter-inch piece so it drapes down over either side of the joist to shed water to keep the water off of that floor joist. Let's see. Here's, uh, uh, let's see. This is from Jim. Uh, this is uh, about uh, April air humidifier filters. Can you clean the filters every other year instead of buying new ones with vinegar and water? They're quite expensive. Uh, Jim, I didn't. I don't find April air be, to be super expensive. I change mine once a year. Uh, I just for convenience go to Amazon, and I think I pay about I don't know about four, maybe fourteen bucks or so for my April air mesh filter. Uh, so you want to replace it? Just throw it away. I mean, theoretically. It gets mineral uh, accretion of the minerals as the water evaporates, and theoretically with white vinegar, you could clean it and dissolve those minerals, but it's just not worth it. You want a nice, efficient running humidifier. So every fall, I just do this once a year, replace the April air uh, humidifier filter. Uh, again, uh, I don't know, I need to look this up, but it seems to me 14 bucks was uh, was the last I paid uh, and Amazon, I'm a Prime member, so I get free shipping. So it's a good deal all the way around. But throw that away at the beginning of each heating season. Replace your April air humidifier filter with a brand new one. We'll be right back. Give us a call, 303-713-8255. Ever since I was little, I imagined owning a bakery. With hard work, I made it happen. But after this weekend's robbery, I realized that I need to protect my dream with security. I've got a great answer for you. 
Safe Systems, your trusted family-owned business, understands the threats you might face. Visit safe-systems.com or call 1-800-446-7519. Proudly serving Colorado since 1982. The mortgage crisis may not have the attention it had before, but many people are still dealing with this every day. I'm the founder of Operation Hope. My name is John Hope Bryant. Losing your home is unthinkable. Let Operation Hope offer HUD-certified foreclosure prevention professionals to help you negotiate with your lender, apply for a loan modification, or take other steps to avoid foreclosure. Call Operation Hope on our 24-hour-a-day hotline at 888-388-HOPE. That's 888-388-4673. Ants think winter all summer. That says the time to replace those old, tired, leaky, worn, and ugly windows is now. Before winter, your home will be way more comfortable and quieter, and you'll save some serious buck. Hi, Dan Shikini, Dunright Windows and Doors. And how about that front door? Okay, I'm in the driveway, I'm out of the car. I move up the walk and see my grand front entrance. Crisp, clean, elegant, perfect to showcase my home. Does the beauty of home begin at your front door? If not, our unique door program is all about delivering an inspired entrance. Using the latest door system technology and a very unique factory finish process, when we're done, you're done. Nothing left for you to do but enjoy. So folks, think like an ant. Call now and be rewarded by saving 20% up to $1,200 on any window or door project. Kitchens, baths, counters, and floors. And of course, replacement windows and doors. You have our word, we'll treat you right at Dunray. 800-362-8300. 370 or drhi.com. I grew up in a military family, and that's why it's important to me to remind veterans that it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits that you deserve. This is Ross Kaminsky, and I thank you, and American Financing thanks you for your service and want to see that you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there's no down payment and no mortgage interest required, and you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. If you're already in a mortgage, it's no problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses as well. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and customize a loan program to fit your needs. Just call 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. When posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director you're looking for. I'm the sales director you're looking for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you. I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years experience who's also fluent in Japanese. With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. When the need for senior care arises, there's no place like home. Your loved ones should never have to give up living at home. Visiting Angels will provide home care for your mom or dad at home up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You'll select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. Look up visitingangels.com or call 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Franchises are available. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. 630 KHOW, an iHeart radio station. From your faucet to your furnace, Ken Moon has solutions around the house. Welcome back. Quarter till 10. 303-713-8255 is our contact line. Uh, and we're going to have John Creddy at 10.06. Lawn and garden questions or gardening with an altitude guy. Please uh, check in with us and stay, on, stay on, the, uh, on the radio here with us. And you can call in and talk to John. I've got a bunch of emails piled up for John. We'll have a good time. We always, always enjoy that segment. I just looked up uh, online here. I went to Amazon and an April air humidifier evaporator screen, a mesh screen from my size, is $8.68 with prime shipping, so a little, little bit of tax on that, thanks to the politicians. We now get a little bit of tax. Uh, on, but, you know, eight sixty-eight, dollars uh, two-pack for $16.64. So humidifier panels are not very expensive for your April air, so throw it away. And uh, uh, it just uh, uh, is, is not worth hanging on to or trying to clean. Same with 
furnace filters. You know, I wanted to hitchhike on that a little bit. People, uh, many folks uh, that I run into use so-called washable or reusable furnace filters. Not a good idea. I like to throw my dirt away. Uh, these mesh, and they're very expensive, by the way. Washable furnace filters can be, oh, 75 bucks or so. Uh, they usually have a metal, they, they look fairly substantial, usually have a metal frame around them, and they have kind of a steel mesh uh, look to them with some, oh, some, uh, some fiberglass-looking, charcoal, dark-looking material inside that is supposed to capture all the, all the dust that goes through your system, and you take it out in the driveway and wash it off and, and put it back. I, you know, listen, I don't think you can get every little bit of dog hair uh, and pet dander uh, and mold spores out of that furnace filter after you wash it the third or fourth or fifth time. So just use a, a discardable uh, furnace filter, not, not reusable. You want to throw your dirt away, as I always do. So I like, as we've said many times here on the program, I like the style that has the corrugated look to it. Usually they're white or light blue in color, and they're available anywhere, grocery stores, you name it. I mean, discount stores, obviously, online. And uh, the, you can get a decent furnace filter for a, a standard-sized furnace uh, frame that accepts the, the... Usually there's a slot that it slides into. Uh, a decent one for about 4 or $5 a piece, three packs for 12 that sort of thing. And these uh, capture particles down to about 10 microns. Uh, uh, just as a way of comparison, 50 microns is the... That's millions... Uh, is it millions of a meter or millions of an inch? Millions of a millions of a meter is a micron, I guess. So 50 microns, a human hair diameter, a good furnace filter that you can get for four or five bucks will capture particles down to 10 microns. If you need more filtration and more efficient filtration than that, there is another level, an allergen type filter. Then they're usually 15 to maybe 20 bucks a piece. If you have people in your house that are sensitive. To, to extra sensitive to pollen and other uh, irritants. Uh, maybe you have a um, asthmatic child, for instance. You want to get the super good uh, allergen-type furnace filters, and they are somewhat more expensive, but they capture even smaller particles. But for most folks, that corrugated paper style, 4 or $5 filter uh, is just fine. You want to change it really about once a month during the heating and cooling seasons. You can always... Uh, you know, that's just a rule of thumb. You can always just take a look visually. Uh, you slide it out of the furnace, and on the side that the air flows through, the, the, the with, that the air hits the filter, if it's dark gray, you want to replace it. If it's, it hasn't discolored any, uh, then just let it go. Uh, you don't need to replace it until the filter looks uh, kind of uh, it looks a little um, dingy. You'll see the surrounding pure white paper, uh, and when there's a kind of a square, dark, dingy-looking area there. Then it's time to throw it away and uh, and replace it. So good furnace filter. Doesn't have to cost a lot of money, but just avoid the, the flat filters, the fiberglass style that are usually a buck or two each, but they're not very uh, efficient. 303-713-8255 is our number. What do we have here for... Uh, let's see, trying to get this week's email done before John comes along. Oh, this is from Jan. Thanks for your Saturday morning show. You're welcome. It, it's always very informative. I appreciate that, Jan. You've discussed attic insulation, and I wrote down your recommendations. Can't find my notes about our factor in the Lafayette area. There is some insulation in the attic, but it may need more. Well, I mean, that's a good question. We're coming into the heating season time of, uh, of uh, year. Uh, so you want, the recommendation now is to get close to an R50. An R is simply uh, a measure of how um, much uh, you can, how, how good an insulation is at letting heat escape through it. The higher the R value, the more effective the insulation, the less heat that leaks through. And the R value we want now is around R45 to R50. It used to be R38, and I think that's the code in most places. And R38 is about 12 inches of blown material. The recommendation by the Department of Energy, uh, and I think it's a pretty good one, is about uh, an R50 will be about 15 inches of blown material. Whether it's fiberglass or cellulose, it doesn't really matter, but that should be the total height of the insulation in your attic. Now, I prefer fiberglass. 
uh, simply because it doesn't settle. Cellulose, because of the small particle size, uh, there's a lot of air in it, and, uh, of course, the air tends, over time, tends to allow some subsidence or settling of the uh, of the insulation. So uh, I like fiberglass. And whatever you have up there now, just leave it alone. You may be in a house built in the 80s or earlier that has that old Rockwell insulation, which is it's a lot of heavy metal concentrations in it. You don't want to mess with it or try to get it out of the attic. You just keep adding over what you have now. Just... Just contain whatever's up there by just adding a layer of fiberglass on top. So get a tape measure, measure what you have now, Jan, and just figure you want a, a total of about oh, 14 to 15 inches up there for an R50. And just add insulation, by the way, is relatively inexpensive to add to your attic. Uh, it's not it's not terribly, based on, on what you save, it's not terribly uh, expensive. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's so cost-effective that in two or maybe two and a half heating seasons, you can pay for the new insula insulation. It'll pay for itself, and then you really start saving money. Because remember, when you spend money to save energy, I'm thinking now of my tankless water heater. Uh, you know, we always, always talk about how, how much I uh, detest tankless water heaters. Uh, you, you don't save a nickel until you pay for the thing you put in to save energy. So in the case of insulation, it's very cost-effective. The ROA, or return on investment, is quite high in terms of the time frame because the math tells us how long something will have to be in our homes before we recognize actual monetary savings. And with insulation, it's two to two and a half heating seasons, and then you start saving energy each and every winter. What a good deal to add attic insulation. About 15 inches of total height of blown insulation is what you should strive for. We'll be right back. Great news, everybody. Thanks to advances in medicine, you may live longer than you think. So you should plan on living into your 90s. For women, maybe even longer. But that could mean bad news for your retirement. Will your savings come up short when you need that money the most? Now, conventional wisdom says that as you get older and closer to retirement, you're supposed to move more into bonds. But bonds have limited growth potential. And again, if you live longer, that could be a problem. When you retire, your money shouldn't stop working when you do. You need a plan, not just for inflation, but income. Financial Engines Advisors have been doing that for more than 20 years for everyday Americans, and they can do it for you, too. Go to FinancialEngines.com, schedule your appointment today. Hi, I'm Claire Mork with Financial Engines here in the Denver area. I'm ready to work with you to help make your financial goals a reality. Go to FinancialEngines.com or call 866-648-2323 today. This is Dan Kaplis. I believe that talk is cheap. Action speaks louder than words and results matter. So if you need a lawyer for a serious injury case or a wrongful death case, I'd respectfully request that you allow me to show you our firm's long history of outstanding results. We pursue righteous cases on a percentage fee basis. If you need my help, please give me a call at 303-770-5551 or hit dancaplislaw.com. That's dancaplislaw.com. Denver Stock Station. Online at khow.com. Things break around the house. That's why there's Around the House with Ken Moon. Five minutes before 10 o'clock. Good to have you with us here on the Around the House program, 303 713 8255 on this gorgeous Rocky Mountain weekend. Remember John Creddy at 10.06 for our lawn and garden, uh, kind of our fall preview and winter preview of what, a, what to do this time of year. Here's an email from Mary. This is a little bit of a rare phenomenon, but I wanted to run it by you because it may be occurring uh, at your house. She says that um, uh, our sump pump, she, she, well, the first email was the water in our sump pump is bubbling doing this for a couple of days. What's the problem? What should we do about it? And then when I did a follow-up email, she said she has a radon system, and that was the dead giveaway. Radon systems uh, are suck. If you have a French drain and sump pump with a, in, in a sump pump pit, uh, we suck air from the sump pump pit and, and just blow it outdoors to get the radon level lower in a, in a house. 
And if the water in the sump pump pit is too high, then we get bubbling because uh, the radon system is trying to suck air through a layer of water. So that tells me that your uh, sump pump is not doing a good job. It's not getting the water level low enough. So maybe the sump pump uh, needs to be replaced. Maybe it has a bad float in it or, um, or whatever. But, I mean, you just, you're trying to suck air uh, through that. Uh, so I, I would not uh, give up on this. I would uh, get a new sump pump or adjust your sump pump so the water level stays low below that French drain. Now, French drain is not complicated. It's simply a, a perforated pipe around the outside of your foundation down at the bottom on the outside that intercepts water that wants to come into the house, uh, and it dumps it into the sump pump pit, and once in a while the pump uh, runs it outdoors and keeps the water away from the inside of your house. Well, if the water level gets too high, that radon fan can't suck air from around the house and starts making that bubbling sound. So get the water level lower in your sump pump pit. Let's see, this is from Joyce. After checking all the big box stores in Cheyenne and then Fort Collins, we, have, we discovered we had an odd-sized furnace filter. When the tech came out to inspect our furnace, he said he could order them, custom-made through his shop. He did. Uh, made two extras, a bit more expensive, uh, but I'm, you know, you know, I'm surprised. Uh, when we need a new one, we just order it from him. I'm surprised you have an odd-sized uh, filter. Uh, that if it's a relatively new furnace, uh, Joyce, uh, there might be a way for if you just want to do one more trip by a heating contractor, they might be able to fashion a frame in your furnace so you didn't have to get a custom-made uh, furnace filter. Odd size filters are, as you say, kind of uh, expensive. Uh, I'd love to know the brand name of your furnace. It's only 10 years old. You say, I can't imagine that you would have trouble finding a standard size filter for that. If it's one of the name brand furnaces, I'm sure uh, it is. I wonder if uh, the, the, they put the furnace filter in a strange location outside the furnace. So you might check that. Have a heating contractor come over when you get your fall service done at the beginning of this coming heating season and just ask them if there's a way we can go back to the regular frame inside the furnace for a ready-made standard-sized furnace filter. That would be a, a, something that I would do because that's just one trip, one repair, and then you have a standard-sized furnace filter for the rest of the life of the furnace. We'll be back with John Creddy, Lawn Garden Questions at 10.06, right here on Around the House.